0: I ran Michigan. I don't even know what he's thinking. He's
1: just a complete brickhead. uh Brady Kachunk. Thomas is my best friend. I got a lot of good-looking dudes on my team. Mm-hmm. You just got a new. I
0: got that. Got see.
1: Hi everyone, and welcome to episode Jacob Chikrin of Elite Sends Brain. As always, I am Viata, and I am joined by Ericsson's Burner. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm I'm pretty tired. I'm pretty been pretty busy this week. Um, yeah, I was about to call this episode. Actually, I was going to call it episode Chris Weidman, uh, just to kind of pay tribute to the Uber video, and then I remembered Wade Redden, and then I had actually like forgotten that Jacob Chikrin also wears number six, until I saw Thomas Shabbat's comment on his Instagram post saying like, man, do I love watching number six out there. So shout out Thomas Shabbat for reminding me that I should call this episode, episode Jacob Chikrin.
0: Wait, also, I didn't see that. I love that so much. That's like, (laughs) Shabbat like loves everyone so much. That's such a nice thing to say.
1: He loves to hype up the boys. I love that Jacob Chikrin has like just arrived and Thomas Shabbat is already like flirting with him in the comments on his Instagram, you know, like he he fits right in.
0: Then decor, like something is up there. Like whenever, like, for example, one of them like gets the goggles, do you remember? Like they just like keep it in there. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, what's going on there, guys? They
1: they all love each other very much. It's so beautiful. Jacob Chickren has even been in the IR press box, uh, you know, the with the injured
0: boys hanging out with Thomas Shabbat there. So he is a true Ottawa Senator. Yeah. That's like how you know. Like when you are there, if he like gets popcorn at a game, then like that's the like final level. He's hanging out with Josh Norris. He already loves it here, you know? <laughs> exactly like this is how like i know like his resigning is a little bit far away still but it's like this is how we get him like he already loves ottawa we get him by like just making him hang out with josh Norris in the ir press box and then it's the master plan yeah he he's gonna
1: get even more of a discount on his next contract actually he's not gonna be asking for money because he's been underpaid for his whole career you know exactly so anyways um I don't have a good segue. I'm sorry. It is early in the morning. I'm a little bit tired right now. But um, as I said at the beginning of this episode, I am tired. I have been very busy. And it is because of our first discussion point today, which is that Silver 7 2.0 is live. We have, in fact, moved to a different platform and we are free from box media.
0: Woo! One last <laughs> box for, like, for old times' sake.
1: I'm actually not really sure that we're allowed to say that. I think, I think Nate is not allowed to say that, Um, but it's a little bit unclear if I am. So I will be saying no comments on the topic of Vox Media. Um, I very much appreciate how kind they have been in this transition away from SB Nation. Uh, And that's actually sincere. They have actually been very kind about giving us all the IP and everything. Um, that's very kind of them. I will not be commenting on everything that happened before that, but shout out. No, I'm not going to give a shout out actually. Just 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 going to say that, you know. Just like acknowledgement, like Vox Media. Moving on. Yeah, anyways, and also as part of the new version of Silver Seven, there is, if you go to the new version, which we will link in the description probably, uh, there is a little page at the top for Elite Suns Brain. So we are kind of being hosted there. It's We're not really that related to Silver 7. It's just, you know, there will be a post going up on Silver 7 with the, uh, with the podcast. They'll promote us. I'm promoting Silver 7 now, you know? Um,
0: yeah, so that's fun. Awesome. It's like... Um like meeting of the minds I don't know exactly yeah a great meeting of the (laughs) minds
1: yeah and actually so Silver 7 is partnered with two podcasts right now there's us and the other podcast that Silver 7 is partnered with that I'm like super super excited about I've been working on this collab for a while uh it's La Brigade which is a like French sense podcast I actually Little self plug here went on their podcast recently to talk about the Sens. I may have even dished out some controversial opinions there. So if you speak French, you should go and listen to my episode with La Brigade. And if you don't speak French, you should still listen to it and like try to figure out what I'm saying because I think that would be pretty fun.
0: That was going to be my plan is that like I have not heard it yet, but like I was like, okay. First of all, I get to listen to like Sun's podcast. This is awesome. Second of all, maybe it'll like improve my French skills. So guys, if you like want to improve your French, <laughs> listen to it. If you don't speak French, I think it's a great way because it's like, you know how it's like you're supposed to like consume media where it's like you already know like the vocab words. It's like it's mm-hmm. all it's going to be about the sense. So like if you like the sense, I feel like this is a great way to learn French. Exactly. And, you know, fun podcast.
1: It's actually fun because that whole thing started. Well, OK, Nate and I, Nate is, like, the head of Silver 7, um, had talked about, like, how it would be cool to incorporate some French content at some point. But this whole collab with Le Brigade started because um, we were several beers deep watching the Sens destroy the Habs at a bar in Montreal and uh, decided that it would be fun to do a collaboration. So I'm really glad that that, like, turned into something, you know? Uh, we kind of bullied... Uh, my friend Stu, who is now going to be writing content in French for Silver 7, we bullied him into doing that. So shout out to Stu. Shout out to, no, I'm not going to say the actual bar we were at. I'm going to keep it a little bit mysterious.
0: Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Montreal Canadians for
1: getting destroyed. Very true. That's how this whole thing happens, you know? Uh, anyways, so with that out of the way, it's time to move to our first discussion point, which is a follow-up from last week's episode, you guys may remember that we had a lot of things to say about Thomas Shabbat and how he's actually good, even though people are being mean to him. And look, I don't know what happened, but like the moment that episode went out, Thomas Shabbat became good again.
0: Okay. He literally did. I, did he listen? A common theme is like, are they listening? Cause like, why are we like manifesting things so insanely? Even if he didn't listen, it's like, no, he did listen. I think that's mm-hmm, it. He did. He's so good. Oh, my God. Because he was already good, as we've established. But he's like proper good now where it's like people can't even hate on him on Twitter anymore. I know. Everybody acknowledges that he's good. Yeah. Well, the other reason people can't hate on him on Twitter anymore is he is tragically injured.
1: <laughs> yeah. He, you know, he became good for a little bit. And then he was like, OK, that's enough time to go on injured reserve I personally I'm just glad that he's finally resting you know yeah because
0: also I feel like it's a common theme where like um so he's gonna be out I think a few weeks so like it's unclear if he will be back by the end of the season I think um but when the Suns make the playoffs he'll definitely come back um, yeah yeah for sure but it's like been a bit con- yeah it's been a common theme though like throughout the season where like he will like get injured like, I think it happened like, two times or something where, like, he got injured and was, like, out for a little. And then he came back and was so good. And it's, like, literally all he needed was, like, a night's rest. And then it's, like, he's exactly. here. Let Thomas Chabot rest, please. Okay, also, that goal that
1: he scored against Florida, the one where that Josh Norris said he was doing his little dancey dance. Or, no, it wasn't his goal. It was an assist on a Brady chuckle. goal. And we will talk about Josh Norris later. But that assist, okay, is it just me? Or, like... Was that an Eric Carlson signature move? Like, you know... I don't know. It just feels like he learned that from Eric Carlson. And also, I know that, like, Daniel Alfredson has been working with the Sens. And basically, okay, this is another thing we need to talk about. Because apparently it came out that Daniel Alfredson has been working with the Sens defensemen and specifically trying to teach them Eric Carlson moves, which is, like, so cute to me. Like, guys,
0: <laughs> this is everything to me. Wait, this podcast is so awesome because even I'm learning stuff on it and I'm a co-host. Wait, he specifically said, like, I'm teaching them Eric Carlson?
1: Yeah, it was because Okay, it was because it was an interview with Jacob with um, Jake Sanderson. I think it was on the Athletic or something where he was talking about like how his first year is going. And yeah, it, it like came up that apparently Daniel Alfredson is just like working with Sanderson and with other Sens defensemen, just teaching them Eric Carlson moves. Basically,
0: like I I can't get over this. Oh my god! Wait, let's talk about how the Sens are about to have like six Eric Carlsons like on <laughs> the Sens now. Maybe okay. Maybe that's why Branstrom scores sorry jumping ahead again but like maybe it's the Carlson like Carlson teaching them through Daniel Alfredson you know I truly believe it it's like oh my god that's so awesome yeah we can talk about that we can talk about how Brandstrom keeps scoring if you want because I can't really talk about it guys because (laughs) Eric Brandstrom has scored three goals this season and each time I've been studying and not doing work which is or like not doing work I've been doing work I've not been watching the sentence which is the real work so I've been studying exactly. and not watching the sentence and it's tragic because each time it happens I get a text from Piana and it says are you watching <laughs> Eric Fristrom just scored and each time I have to reply oh my god I'm not watching I'm doing homework and last time it happened I got three texts I got one from Beata I got one from shut up cursed underscore hockey who texted me was like oh my god Eric Bransham goal and I was like I'm not watching and third from someone who I know just in my real life who knows like (laughs) like like not online who knows that I love Eric Branstrom and they texted me and went oh like Eric Bransham goal and I was like what the fuck like, how do I keep missing these? I also, like, whenever I text you about it, I don't even say, like, Eric Carlson,
1: uh, oh my god, Eric Branstrom scored. I'm just like, oh my god, it happened! Like, I think the first time I was just like, holy shit. Um, and then eventually, because you didn't tweet about it, like, realized that you weren't watching. And then, yeah, the other two times I was just like, are you watching this time?
0: And each time you weren't, it was so sad. Like, actually, like, drop out of school. It's like everyone if you're listening drop out of school because like it's not worth it anymore like literally what's the point because it's like the whole point let's talk about like the educational system the whole point of like getting a post-secondary education in theory is to like oh you like will be able to like get a job and then like have a better life than you maybe would have otherwise if the point is to get a better life and I'm missing Eric Brandstrom goals, then like the point is not being met. Like the best life I can have is watching Eric Brandstrom score a goal. So it's like, what's the point of being enrolled in like post-secondary education at this point? You're so right. But also, do
1: do you think that maybe the reason Eric Brandstrom is scoring is because you're not watching? Like, do you think maybe under your gaze, he's like he's just so nervous because he knows that he needs to be good because you're watching and that's just like making him really nervous and making him bad. And then when you're not
0: watching, he feels more free and he's like, I'm going to do cool stuff. And then he scores goals that, you know what? I thought about this. I was like, maybe, but the thing is, is that's so tragic is because, Eric Branstrom I'll talk directly to you because I know you're listening I love you whether you score or not like de- <laughs> like, don't be nervous in my presence like you could do anything and I'd be so proud of you like <laughs> sometimes you just go for a little skate around and I'm like that was incredible like you don't even have to get a shot away like I just like everything he does is so incredible that it, like it it makes me almost like sad that I know that like he is like he I make him like self-conscious you know like when I'm watching mm-hmm. so like that's really tragic to me it's so hard to know that like you have that effect on people you love yeah um, so Eric Branstrom please start scoring when I the other thing is like I will say I have not been watching a ton of games sadly because I've like been busy with homework so like the odds like of me missing an Eric Branch and goal have never been higher because like I've not been watching every single game but it's like kind of crazy that like when I was watching every single game he just never scored like, yeah
1: it's like, so what weird the
0: hell well that's a sign that you
1: really need to stop taking school so seriously like sorry I don't study during <laughs> Sens games like I- I'm busy too but I study in the morning I don't bother studying while the Sens are playing although I will say I do kind of relate to your predicament here because I actually keep missing Thomas Shabbat goals because I'm out uh, at trivia with my friends. So um, yeah, unfortunately, it's happened twice now. The Sens like played a really fun and exciting game, and I was out having fun uh, doing playing trivia. One time, I did win though, so it was like,
0: I mean, it was worth it. That's so awesome. Also. Yeah, like, I like how your thing is, like, having fun, and that's why you make sense games. My thing is, like, I literally just do homework, which is so lame. But the other thing is, like, it's hilarious that, like, this is an Ottawa Senators podcast, and we're like, guys, we don't watch the games. But You know what? It happens. Yeah, like, what are you going to do? The other thing I will say, going back to Eric Branch and briefly, when he scored one of his goals, I think the third after he scored like his third goal this season, that game, he got the goggles. And I will say also, they gave it to Derek Broussard. They took his goal away and gave it to Derek Broussard. We keep saying he scored three goals. No, he only scored two because the other one was stolen from him. I'm still so mad about this. That's actually, like that wasn't Derek Broussard's goal. I've watched it once and then after I saw like Derek Br- it was given to Derek Broussard I was like I'm not gonna watch it again because like what if mm-hmm. it's true and then like I don't want my memory of it to be shattered but like it wasn't Derek like Derek Broussard really oh sorry Derek Broussard is actually like injured he had surgery so like
1: yeah, I was gonna say let's not talk too much shit here
0: yeah I was about to say like, Derek Broussard doesn't need a goal but like you know what maybe he, he does. does fine okay yeah sorry to Derek Broussard what I will say is Eric Bransom Please score a goal when I watch because I like even just like I feel like I'd be so happy because even just like seeing the reaction I'm like oh my god imagine happening like watching it live. I guess you don't have to imagine I guess you saw it happen but it's Mm -hmm. like I feel like I'd be so happy. Yeah. I just need to see it.
1: Yeah and those goggles were a long time coming. I I'm really glad that he finally got them.
0: You know he was just
1: so excited to say the line to be like great win boys let's get another you know like I feel like every Sens player practices that in front of a mirror for the day yeah. that they get the
0: goggles that's so funny the thing is it's like I think he was so excited you could also tell I think he was a little nervous because he stuttered a lot he's <laughs> so sweet <laughs> anyways
1: returning to the thing I mentioned briefly um about Josh Norris live tweeting the Sens versus Panthers game guys let's talk about this I I I am so glad I am so grateful to the Sens social media admin who finally made this happen. I feel like this is the best idea the
0: Sens social media has ever had. I agree so much like I'm actually so surprised that like it hasn't happened sooner, I guess because like he was busy like I feel like it was the most obvious thing, you know yeah like it just makes perfect sense because it's like I feel like the Sens admin like kind of sees what we talk about a little like not just us two but like everyone on Sense twitter or like our part of Sense twitter you know how like if you're listening you know you know how we're all like obsessed with josh norris i yeah. feel like the Sense admin knows so it's like i was actually like wait like this is genius like everyone loves this guy so much and his tweets were so good i was like oh my god like why is he like a poster like why is he like right? why is he so good at twitter The fact that he
1: called Thomas Shabbat shab daddy, like that was so good.
0: He also called Eric Branstrom a short king. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, like he knows.
1: I'm so obsessed with him. And he did a little Q&A where he was answering questions. He said his favorite women's hockey player is Hillary Knight, which is pretty valid, even though American, of course um and he also said that his favorite Taylor Swift song is You Belong With Me which also made me very happy like I just love getting these little bits of information about Josh Norris
0: yeah it's so funny because like like I will say like since social media has like always been like good I think like I think this season like they've they've been like good and stuff but it's like all like we ask for like crumbs like all we want is like little mm-hmm. bits of content from like like Josh Norris saying like his favorite Taylor Swift song like made my entire week I was like yeah. oh my god like this is awesome <laughs> so like I wish they would like I hope they do it even more like I know like this season is kind of coming to an end if they don't make the playoffs when they make the playoffs like season goes on but it's like um maybe next season I hope they do more stuff like this because it's just like so fun I feel like it's just like a no-brainer even just, like, all the things, all the posting about Thomas
1: Shabbat, like, very relatable. I also love to hype up Thomas Shabbat on Twitter.com. But when he was, like, yeah, called him Shab Daddy, and then he was, like, Shabbat does his dancey dance. Even though, like, Josh little literal best friend, Brady Kachuk, was the one who scored that goal. He was like, no, I gotta hype up Thomas Shabbat. And that was so funny to me, because it's like, Josh, Josh, like, hold on. He must be aware. If he knows the sense Twitter jokes, he knows that we love to post about him and Thomas Shabbat, about the fact that they have kissed on the mouth on live television twice now during like once during a goal celebration, once at the end of the season when they were just, you know, giving everyone hugs to say goodbye at the end of the season. The fact that like, he and Shabbat had that video where they were like, where Josh was like, How do you say I love you in French? Right? Like all of this. And Josh still has the confidence to come online and be like, Yeah, Shab Daddy. A <laughs> you know, great feed from
0: Shab Daddy. Like, I love him. This is wonderful. He's just like, he is, like, so for the people. Like, he, like, knows what we want to see. And he delivered. I just, like, oh, my God. It was also, like, such a nice surprise. Because it's, like, you, like, the sense like, admin just, like, meet the, like, sense admin for the first period. And it's just, like, a picture of Josh Morris.
1: It was such a funny picture. Yeah.
0: He looked hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and also, okay,
1: guys, I... I didn't know this until somebody like messaged me about it or no, somebody posted it on Twitter and I was like, there's no way this is real. Like it took me so long to actually believe this was real. But apparently, in the QA, somebody asked him for his thoughts on a hotness ranking, and he accidentally retweeted it, then unretweeted
0: it. That's so funny. Yeah, because I saw like rumblings about it after, but like I didn't see it happen. So I was like, no way that's real. But it was. So, like, Josh Norris is aware of the hotness ranking. And by extension, maybe every Sense player knows it.
1: I'm kind of resigned to the fact that they probably do, you know?
0: That's so Awesome! I'm like the other thing is like I saw someone was like uh I saw this like it's like from a while ago but um like Chantel Kachuk at one point like I think a year ago was like I like search Kachuk on Twitter and I know see what people are saying (laughs) and I was like oh my god like she probably knows the hottest ranking you know actually
1: I like that's a thing where like it was so big on Twitter and I constantly. I'm just in this cycle of, like, I remember it, and then I forget about it. And when I was posting the hotness ranking, which featured a lot of Brady Kachuk, because remember, the main question was, is Brady Kachuk hot? I had forgotten about that. So now I have just been reminded, thank you for reminding me, that, like, Chantal Kachuk definitely- why did I pronounce it so French? I'm so sorry. Chantal- Chantal it sounds like a French name to me. I don't know. <laughs> it's awesome. Anyways, she, she, like, knows- what people wrote about Freddie Kachuk in the hotness ranking.
0: I wonder, okay, so, like, that's her son. I wonder if she would have, because, no, basically everyone said he's not hot. I wonder if that's preferable, because it's, like, I feel (laughs) like it'd be uncomfortable seeing people be like, oh, yeah, your son's really hot. But isn't it
1: more uncomfortable for her to read the comments that were, like, he's not hot, but,
0: like, I would, you know? Oh, yeah that's also worse. I feel like actually this might be the worst scenario because it's like people were like insulting him but also being like would. So yeah. I feel like as, that's like the worst outcome for her.
1: Poor Chantal. I'm so sorry. But you know what? It's her fault for name searching.
0: Yeah. Don't look at it. Like, that's the thing. It's like, you know what we... Because, like, the thing is, is she definitely was talking about people, like, talking about their hockey ability. Like, when she was, like, I named Serge Kachuk, like, she definitely just meant, like, what people are saying about like, the game. So it's hilarious (laughs) that, like, this is, like, an unintended outcome.
1: I know. Well, that's the thing. I saw that and I was like, yo, the tweets I see about the Kachaks, they are not about the hockey ability.
0: Yeah. Like, oh my god. Especially Matthew Kachuk, like, (laughs) (laughs) those have little to do with all night. Oh, well. So we've concluded that Josh Norris, and by extension, the entire Suns locker room knows about the hotness ranking. I I wonder if it, like, started arguments i hope it did i hope they start chirping each other about it you know like man
1: you've only placed 10th on the hottest ranking yeah that's just that's really funny to me
0: yeah like literally if you're like bro like only 25 percent of bisexual people found you hot like (laughs) i think that'd be good lesbians think you're fucking ugly dude (laughs) If like other teams start being like Brady Kachuk, like, let thinks you're ugly. Like, that'd be such a good yeah, Imagine they're like, 70% of people think you're not hot, Brady. Like, next time, you know how, like, he always, like, yells when he's in the penalty box, it's always, like, a yelling match with Brady Kachuk <laughs> and, like, whoever else. Like, that's the next one. It's like, oh my god, like, Brendan Lemieux, he just played Brendan Lemieux again for the first time because they were playing the Flyers. Imagine, like, oh, imagine Brendan Lemieux saw it. That'd be so funny. That would have been, like. An awesome follow up, the bite. <laughs> I don't think Brendan Lumia saw it, but probably awesome. not. I somehow doubt he's on that side of hockey Twitter. Yeah, uh, but that's so funny. It's funny that, like, yeah, it's fun to imagine other teams using it. I think they should start. Yeah. I think it's good ammunition against the Suns, you know? I agree. So
1: anyways, moving on from that, I did want to talk about... Okay, here's a thing. Well, this relates to a thing that we forgot to talk about in the Chickman trade episode when we were, like, so hyped. Um, but anyways, we need to talk about Tyler Clevin being signed. And specifically, I need to return to this thing that Pierre Darion said about this man. When he, well, yeah, during the chicken, after the chicken trade, Darion said this thing about Tyler Clevin before he signed where he was like, if I could adopt another kid, it would be Tyler Clevin. Can we talk about this for a second? Because we need to go back to this.
0: It's just like, okay, I, again, I don't really, like pay attention to other GMs or teams so I don't know if other GMs are like this but why do I feel like Pierre Dorian is the only GM like this like that's such a funny thing to say like what are you talking about like it's just like some random guy and he's like it's like I guess like I don't know why do you want to adopt him it's just like such a hilarious thing to say to me like it's like imagine your boss being like I want to adopt you this man like truly
1: I think The funniest man in the world is Brady Kachuk. And then the second funniest man is Pierre Dugion. Like, he is so funny. His quotes, every single media availability, are so good. I am obsessed
0: with this man. He's so awesome. And then I remember also, I don't know if it was, uh, it was, like, after the chicken trade, but it was a press conference, I think, just about the trade deadline in general. And he was, like, at one point, he was, like, I, like well like i have a quote in mind but like i won't say it because i'll get made fun of and it's like is this him holding back like is like i want to adopt tyler clevin like him being like (laughs) i can't be too weird see that's like i remember that quote and i felt
1: so bad because i was like yeah people will make fun of me if i say this something i was like no no i need to know this quote like i'm sorry if i'm making fun of you dude but like he's just so funny and it just makes his like press conferences so much
0: more entertaining that he says these things. I know, like he's just like what? Like he's just so awesome. Like I can't imagine. Like I don't know. I can't really imagine any other GM talking like this. But maybe just because, like I don't know. No, they I feel don't. Like I know Pierre Dorian, and like I don't feel like I know other. Okay, yeah, they don't. Right? It's like imagine like Kyle Dubis saying that. <laughs> I feel like he just wouldn't. It's like okay, you know that
1: okay. Pierre Darion has said before that he has a burner account on Twitter, right? In my head, there are two possibilities. Either he has, like, an anonymous account that he posts on a lot and he is secretly, like, a, a Sense Twitter celebrity. Like, he's, like, the sends dipshit or something, you know? Like, he-, he is secretly, like, killing it on Twitter. <laughs> or he has a private account that he never posts to. He just lurks. But if that's the case... I know in my heart that he would kill it on Sun's Twitter if he ever just, like, started posting. Like, this man has the soul of a poster, you know? Like, sometimes
0: some people were just born to post, and Dorian was. I, like, 100% agree. That's the thing, is it's, like, even, like forgetting because obviously like if he's the gm of the auto senators he's gonna like people are gonna want to follow him he could make it like anonymously like if he just like said his thoughts and never revealed who he was people would be like i love this guy like what the f- like what exactly. like what a weirdo like i'll follow him <laughs> yeah he's just so awesome <laughs> also so yeah so tyler Clevin got signed and then in the video, they always, like, do a bit of, like, a behind-the-scenes video. So, like, in the behind-the-scenes video of, like, Tyler loving getting inside, you see him meeting Pierre Dorian, and it is the most uncomfortable thing <laughs> I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life.
1: He's just clearly afraid. Like, and that's the thing. They always do these videos, now that they've been acquiring so many players. They do the video where, like, the player, you know goes to the CTC for the first time and like meets everyone. They never did it with Chikrin, but they did it with like Zihu and with Dabrinkit and stuff. Right. And they're like behind the scenes of the trade and every single time, dorian is like vibrating with energy (laughs) like you can just tell he is so hyped
0: about this and it's so funny but so off-putting at the same time literally like he's always just like giggling and it's like in this case too like tyler clevin like i feel like okay like he's coming from college like this is like oh my god like he's signed in the nhl all this stuff you know so it's like I feel like it'd be, like, very, like, overwhelming and kind of intimidating. I feel like that dissipates as soon as you meet Dorian, Because it's, like, here's this man just giggling at me, being like, I want to adopt you. So it's, like, I feel like it's just, like, it becomes the most, like, oh, like, it's chill. Like, I don't have to be nervous.
1: I... I remember the Debrinket trade video. I was like, Debrinket is terrified of this man. Like, or no, it wasn't the trade video. It was the one where he like came to meet everyone for the first time because there were sort of two separate videos. And I remember it just being like, I don't know. He was just standing so awkwardly in the room. And I was like, this man is terrified of Dorian. Like, Dorian, you need to take it down like five notches right now.
0: Yeah. It's so funny because it's like, you might like, Expect players like if they're gonna be scared of like a GM, not scared but like intimidated, it's like, oh, because like that's like, oh, maybe like an intimidating figure or something like that. Or you know, a famous hockey player, right? Yeah, yeah. Is Dorian, it's because he's like weird and it's like, oh, like <laughs> he's a bit of a freak. Like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, he's just a little bit
1: too excited right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just so awesome. Like, I've said this on Twitter and like I stand by it. Like, Pierre Dorian, far from perfect GM. Some would argue, bad GM at points, but like his the energy that he brings is like the energy the Ottawa Senators need. Like, exactly. of course like, he's the like Sens GM.
1: I know, he's perfect for the Sens. I can't, like at this point, truly, I cannot imagine another GM to take the Sens to unparalleled success, you know? Like, I, I literally like started or got into the Sens, started Sens blogging. Well, yeah, I think right at the end of, like, the Brian Murray era. And he was, like, you know, the this, like, huge figure with the Sens. But even then,
0: like, Dorian is just the guy for the Sens. He just, like, captures the, like, odd energy that, like... Because, <laughs> like, the Sens still have, like, the underdog energy and stuff. So, like, Pierre Dorian perfectly captures just, like, the slightly weird vibe that goes on around this team. I think he's just, like, so perfect
1: exactly he as uh my good friend poppy would say uh is always serving jolly girl core in these videos (laughs) if you don't know what jolly core is jolly girl core is like get more online
0: yeah wait yeah he totally has oh my god that's the perfect way to describe it he does have like jolly girl core energy oh my god he is like the jolliest you know what i like he's just so jolly like what a great (laughs) word to describe him also (laughs) shout out poppy yeah oh excellent like excellent word I need to (laughs) start using that in my everyday life
1: exactly look this is what poppy is trying to make happen and I've started using jolly girl core in my day-to-day life too I need to start calling things jolly calling myself jolly more often like everybody please get on this train it's such a great word
0: yeah oh my god so excellent wow Just, like, shout out the word jolly. Shout out poppy. That's, like, oh, my God. It's just awesome all around. Anyways, now that we have talked about Pierre Lerion,
1: we're also going to talk about, we're going to stay in the topic of, like, Sens front office management or whatever and say Ryan Reynolds came to another Sens game. He is still interested in buying the Sens, and the Sens actually won in front of him. Barely. It was the Flyers game um they they almost blew a lead in front of him maybe they were nervous maybe that was cam talbot's problem he has the deadpool mask and everything like he's so hyped about ryan reynolds and he was just so nervous he couldn't do it um but anyways they they won in front of him
0: yeah i will say it's like ryan reynolds is to cam talbot as i am to eric branstrom it's like when Mm -hmm. he watches like (laughs) he just (laughs) can't do it um yeah That was hilarious. Cam Talbot, like, we'll talk mostly about Ryan Reynolds, I guess. I don't know if there's too much to say. But like, Cam Talbot in that game, I think, had a 636 save percentage. Oh my god. I I know. What the hell is wrong with him? I
1: think what I said in the recap was like, an e-bug could have
0: done a better job than him, which was maybe mean, but I stand by it. I literally I posted it on Twitter, you know those like tarps that people use to like help like if you're like practicing shooting, so like they just yeah. have like, holes like at like each four corner and then the five hole. That would have done better than Cam Velvet. Like I really believe that. Literally, the sounds barely gave up
1: any shots and he just let them all in, you know? I love your implication that like cam talbot is starstruck by ryan reynolds as most people would be right like cam talbot is like oh my god ryan reynolds is watching but for eric brandstrom it's not even ryan reynolds it's like oh my god twitter user (laughs) erickson's burner is watching me like he's he's so starstruck he's so like in awe of you um that's very relatable to be honest i would also be that in awe and that nervous around you for sure
0: Thank you so much. That's so funny. I did not properly think through the implications of my analogy, but like I stand by it.
1: Um, Everyone comment below if you would be more nervous playing in front of Ryan Reynolds or Erickson's murder.
0: That's so funny. The thing is though, is that like, okay, like probably you want to buy a good team, but it's like whenever the sends suck, I'm like, I wonder if like this is good because like the price went down a little. (laughs) When they are like when they like almost blow a 4-1 lead to the Philadelphia Flyers, it's like, ooh, like discount. (laughs) I don't
1: know. I feel like everyone knows what they're getting into, right? Like they're like, yep, this is this is the Ottawa Senators.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I feel like, okay, in this scenario, I have a billion dollars. I feel like if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't want to buy like a team that's already good. Cause then it's like, I feel like the like You don't put in the work. It's like, I want a bit of a DIY project. Like, I want to, like, I want to, like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, flip a team where it's, like, there's no fun in just buying, like, whatever. Like, the, what's the best deal? Like, the Boston Bruins you know, like, I wouldn't want to buy
1: the last improvement. Yeah, you want to sort of I can fix them situation. And, you know, I'll yeah. bet Ryan Reynolds loves that when he comes to the CTC, everyone is so hyped, dressed up as Deadpool and everything. And just like, this is the most exciting thing that has happened to us in so long. Like, um, I, I'm sure he likes that, like,
0: attention, you know? Yeah, because it's like, Obviously, he's, like, a celebrity, and I feel like in other places, like, people would be excited. I feel like when he comes to Ottawa, that's, like, a little bit the most exciting thing that's happened in Ottawa. And, like, since the last time he came, so everyone is, like, oh, my God, like, this is so exciting. And even, like, I remember the first time he came, like, the players even were, like, doing, like, yeah. uh, like stick taps and stuff. And people on Twitter were, like, making fun of it. They were, like, oh, like, of course, like, the sense, like did that for like a random celebrity like that's so small town energy and it's like yeah it literally is that's like part of the charm
1: exactly it's like no we're not gonna play it cool and that's
0: what's fun about it right yeah I feel like that's like it's just I don't know I find that all very charming so I really like it I like how excited everyone gets when Ryan Reynolds is there And it's fun, too, because, like, I don't know, even in real life, when people,
1: like, offline, as (laughs) I mean, when people hear that I'm a Sens fan, they're always, always the first thing they say these days is, like, good luck with Ryan Reynolds, right? Like, here Ryan Reynolds wants to buy the team. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's a big, it's the biggest storyline around the Sens, which is maybe a little bit pathetic, but, like, whatever. I'll take it, you know?
0: Yeah, like, it's, like, I wish, I don't know, I wish people knew them for, like, being good but like we take this like it's fine like it's it's nice I don't wish people knew them
1: for being good I wish people knew them for being funny I want people to just know that Brady Kachuk is a silly goofy guy which probably is like the second biggest storyline the other thing that people
0: know but I I want people to know that they're just goofy and fun that's real oh yeah I feel like in terms of like what they want to be known for or like what I want them to be known for silly and goofy definitely first I don't know like the other thing is I was thinking it's like I don't necessarily want people to know this what like when the sons are good I know they're good now but like when they're like good good like I like want to gatekeep them and I know that's bad and like I don't like and I know that's like bad for everything like that's bad for the growth that's bad for like whatever like that's petty on my part but I'm like you weren't there like you didn't see like And it's not even in, like, a, like, I don't like bandwagoners way. It's specifically, like, don't talk about the Ottawa Senators. It's, like, for some reason, I'm just, like, no, stop talking about them. (laughs)
1: No, I know what you mean. I I often see posts about the Sens where people are like having fun talking about how much fun the Sens are. And I'm like, you're getting things wrong. You don't understand. When I hear, (laughs) okay, this is like maybe a topic I shouldn't talk about on the podcast. I don't read. Fanfiction about real people, including hockey players. But when I hear that apparently the big ship with the Ottawa Senators that people love to write fanfiction about is Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutzla, I'm like, that's wrong. That's literally not at all accurate to their relationship. Um, like, there are so many other players that you can ship if you're trying to like imagine this. Not that I read that, not that I'm into that, but. There are so many better options. And Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutz that have such a, like, brotherly energy. You can't do that.
0: Yeah, you can't, like, no one can see this because, like, this is a podcast. When Viata just said that, I, like, shook my head. Like, I had a visceral reaction. I was like, no, like, that is the incorrect thing. Like, it's not even, like, anti-shipping,
1: anti-RPF. It's, like, that specific pairing is not accurate
0: yeah like that's wrong like catch up on your lore I can send you a
1: whole list <laughs> I can send you like you know full like you know multi-paragraph essay about like how how these players interact with each other on and off the ice to give you some better material uh, feel free to slide into my DMs I, I do not read or write uh, hockey fanfiction but I am an enabler <laughs>
0: that's like a good place to be i think
1: i think so you know i support people doing that i just uh don't like actually support it in the sense of reading it
0: you know that's so fair yeah anyway so that's i guess about ryan reynolds (laughs) we got kind of on a tangent there (laughs) we are gatekeeping the ottawa senators yeah we are gatekeeping the ottawa senators like not like in a specific way though not in like a oh like you're not a real fan like Even if you're a real fan, like, that's the thing. It's like, I will gatekeep the Ottawa Senators from people who have, like, been fans for, like, longer than me. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, no, but, like, you don't get them. Like, I get them. Oh, oh, yeah. Some really annoying people on Sen's Twitter, I'm like,
1: you don't deserve to enjoy this right? Like, if you, I, I don't know, maybe now I'm getting too deep, but I'm like, especially the people who have, like, participated in harassment campaigns against me, and just, like, like the sense in a different way than I do, I'm like, you don't get to enjoy this team. Like, I'm gatekeeping this from you. I don't want you to enjoy this win.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, we will gatekeep, like, if you're a, like, new fan who wants to like the sense, oh my god, absolutely like the sense. But if you're annoying. And you've been a fan for like 20 years. No, you're not a fan anymore. (laughs) Like that's, we will gatekeep in that way. Exactly. We
1: decide who is a real Sens fan and nobody else. Please remember this.
0: Send in your applications. Yes, send in your applications. And then we will review them and get back to you and let you know if you can root for the Ottawa Senate. (laughs) And we reserve
1: the right to revoke your status of Sens fan at any point if you become annoying.
0: Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're the arbiters of SENS fandom. <laughs> um, okay. So that's about Ryan Reynolds and also other stuff. So now returning to the topic of the SENS
1: being goofy a little bit. we uh, This has been a shorter episode than usual, but we're closing out with our recurring segment, which is what did Brady Kachuk do this time? And the answer for this week is again, Nothing. Because apparently, apparently, now that we make this a segment, he's stopped being funny.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Other members of the Kachuk family picked up the slack. Keith saw that Brady was not being that funny this week and said the most hilarious stuff I've ever seen. (laughs) So let's, let's read
1: this out for a moment. I've got the tweet posted. I also listened to this. Keith Kachuk went on Toronto radio. Very... Ottawa Senators of him. Uh, reminds me of Eugene Melnick always going on Toronto radio. Anyways, <laughs> he went there to talk about, you know, the Florida Panthers, how they're, they were in Toronto to play the Leafs and stuff. And just just let me read out this quote, okay? So first of all, they ask him about the Panthers. And what he says about the team that his son plays for is... This is do or die for the Panthers right now. They're a soft team and they're getting everything they deserve right now. They should be a lot better than they are showing right now. And then later said that instead of trying to get autographs with Matthews and Marner, they should probably check a little harder. Again, again, his eldest son plays for this team. And then even better, they only asked him about the Panthers, right? The team that Matthew plays for. Unprompted. No, like literally nobody asked. He concludes this thought about the Panthers with, I know I sound like a frustrated person, but I know every time I go to watch Ottawa, they might not be the most talented team, but they're always going to play hard. Maybe Florida should take a page out of their book. What the fuck, Keith?
0: (laughs) That is like like it's hilarious but also so devastating (laughs) like what the hell (laughs) imagine like just being matthew kachuk for like two seconds imagine it like imagine this is your father i'd be like what the hell (laughs) like why does my dad talk shit about my team on toronto sports radio And why does he bring
1: my little brother into it randomly, too? Like, why does he keep comparing them? So, okay, for anyone who is not, like, up to date on the lore, any, like, non-hockey fans listening to this, you should know that, like, this is not a one-time thing. Like, this is a recurring thing with Keith Kachuk, that he constantly talks shit about Matthew and hypes up Brady. Like... He is so obvious about the fact that Brady is his favorite son, and it
0: is hilarious. Yeah, like, I don't, like, pretend to know, like, what goes on in, like, the family dynamics of many hockey players, but it's like, why do I feel like I understand this one? And it's, like, very sad for Matthew. See, this is the thing that every time Keith says something
1: like that, I feel like there are two camps in terms of like their opinions on this um the first one is the one that i fall into uh that's actually getting like that used to be the most common opinion but now it's a much smaller group but it's people who are like this is hilarious like i don't know i always see it as like keith is just like you know that's just their relationship right like he's it's all a joke he's he just enjoys teasing matthew and that's it Although, yeah, now that I think about it, I'm like, that's still a little bit mean. Um, But then the second group that just keeps getting bigger, like more people keep saying this, people being like, this is genuinely messed up. Like, what father says this stuff about his son?
0: Yeah, which like, I understand. But like, let's psychoanalyze this. I think that Keith still loves Matthew. I think it's just like, he's harder on him, maybe because he's the older one. (laughs) Or it might just be, like, their relationship, you know? Yeah. I think they're fine, though, guys. I think... I don't know. This is you like, Kachuk family therapy, but it's, like, neither of us are a Kachuk. So it's, like, we have to talk about it, but, like, not knowing. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I can
1: see how you would look at that and be like, mm, that's a pretty messed up thing to say about your child. Like, you maybe don't want to, like, blatantly favor one kid over the other, but then it's also, like we don't know like it feels like an overstep to start like psychoanalyzing them and trying to like I don't know imply that there's something bigger going on there right like that feels a little bit weird to me it feels like an overstep
0: yeah so my conclusion is just that like it's hilarious like this is like the funniest thing I've ever seen (laughs) exactly it's so
1: funny and I yeah I love that he just like brought up Brady and he was like yeah the Sens
0: rock like wow Keith he's just like me I also love watching the Sens like it's so like us or like like you and me yeah to be like 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 I feel like we would both do this where it's like if someone's like hey do you want to talk about something and we'd be like yeah I love the Sens and it's like (laughs) that's not what we were talking about but sure Yeah, and I love that, like,
1: you know, the Panthers were, like, literally won the President's Trophy last year, whereas the Sens were near the bottom of the standings last year, and Keith Kachuk is out there, like, Panthers fucking suck, Sens rule, like, when he was just talking about how tight the group is, and, like, yeah, they clearly have so much fun, they've got so much skill, Tim Stutzler is a superstar, like, he is so Sens-pilled.
0: He is so sense-filled. The other thing that he said, which was funny, is that... So he was talking about, like, I guess, who pays? And he was like... So he said, Matthew is generous, but Brady is a goofy kid who has too much fun and is not as generous. Which, like, yeah, that's the younger brother energy, I think.
1: Yeah, that checks out. Although I do find it funny because, yeah, he was saying, like, oh, when he was... um in Florida for the all-star game, like Matthew was paying for everything and stuff. And Matthew's he was like, oh yeah, I know I just ripped on Matthew's team, but like, he's a great kid. He's, you know, um, super generous, super nice to everyone. He paid for everything. He took great care of us and all of that. So he did say some nice things about Matthew. Did not comment on his hockey skills though. But, um... Yeah. And then he was like, no, Brady's a goofy kid. But that's funny because if you'll remember during the off season, there was this video that TSN did where they like asked sense players to like call each other out and they ask questions like, you know, who's the most likely to run to the bathroom when the bill is due at the restaurant? And Brady spent so much of that video just like roasting his teammates. He was like, Josh Norris never pays for anything. Tim Strisland never pays for anything. Neither does this guy or this guy or this guy. All calling out players who like at the time were on entry-level contracts. Like he's he's out here making like 8 million a yeah. year and he's like, I can't believe my buddy who is on an entry-level contract didn't pay for dinner, right? And he just gave off the energy of like everyone's making me pay all the time, but also he probably insists on paying. Like even Josh later in the video was like, oh, Brady grabs the bill before I can ever pay for it, right? So I don't know. This is a bit of a tangent. If you haven't seen the video, it might not make sense. But Brady really gave off the energy of, like, guy who insists on paying and then just, like, will never let you forget that he paid. And it's almost like he's paying because he wants those bragging rights over you for, like, the rest of eternity because he clearly had so much fun calling out his teammates, and so, yeah, it's funny to hear Keith Kachok be like, no, no, he's a freeloader. He
0: never pays for anything. That's so funny. The other thing about Brady is that in that video and also in other videos I've seen, literally he'll just say, like, he was talking about Josh Norris. He held up because they had, like, pictures of them. Mm-hmm. He held up picture of Josh Norris, went 3 99 which <laughs> is the funniest thing. Like, why is 3 99 the most hilarious expression I've ever heard? Like, I never heard it before Brady Kachukin, like said it. So like in my head, he invented it and is a genius. Like, I'm sure he didn't mm-hmm. invent that, but it's like, in my head, he did. He's so funny. And also, it was like, nobody else
1: called out um, Josh Norris. Everyone else was like, yeah, it's the younger guys. It's like Timmy and Branstrom and stuff like that. And a bunch of guys not making a lot of money. Yeah. But Brady was like, no, Josh Norris is the worst. And it's just it was a moment where you could tell that they're just best, best friends.
0: Yeah, it just like such good energy. So yeah, it's hilarious. I wonder if it's a thing where it's like Brady Krejcik pays so much for Josh Norris and Tim Stutzle that like when he's with his own family, he's like, I can't afford this. I got this. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, sorry, I got these like freeloading teammates
1: who just like, actually, yeah, I would see that he pays he pays for the whole team at every team dinner. And then it's just like, guys, I can't pay for it anymore. not for my family.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's the vibe. But yeah, so that was Keith check on Toronto Sports Radio. It was awesome. Um, have a listen if you've not. I saw the like quote and like I've been fooled before on Twitter, where like I've believed fake quotes. Mm-hmm. So like I literally saw that and I was like, no way this is real. Like no way these are real quotes. So I had to listen to the whole thing and be like, whoa, <laughs> like no way. But like yeah, it's real guys. He actually said those things.
1: And, like, another thing, if you're not, like, up to date on the lore about this, like, Matthew Kachuk is objectively a better hockey player than Brady is. They're very similar players, except that Matthew is just better you know how I keep joking about Brady always trying the between the legs move that's Matthew's signature move like that's why Brady keeps trying it and he always fails it and so it's so funny that Keith is out here being like Matthew fucking sucks
0: Brady's better like yeah oh that's the other thing so at the game when the Suns played the Panthers in Ottawa apparently I was like we were there but like apparently a chant started that was like he's better which is the funniest thing because keith was also there so at legends on twitter yes. said keith started the chant and i believe it I, I i don't think he was at the game either i think that was a joke but um, i i would believe that No, no no that was definitely a joke but like in my head it was real
1: Oh, and like, even if he didn't start it, he definitely participated. Even if it was a joke, I believe this, that Keith was out there like, hell yeah, Brady's better.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, like, he just, like, nodded to himself, like, mm-hmm, like, they know the truth. <laughs> it's so funny, because Brady is objectively not better. <laughs> like, he's really not, like, okay, obviously we love Brady Check. this is an Ottawa Senators podcast, but, like, Like, Matthew Kachuk is, like, insanely good. Like, Matthew Kachuk is one of the best players in the league. it's, like, Brady Kachuk is also, like, a really, really good player. But it's, like, Brady Kachuk is not better. And that's hilarious, like, that his own father thinks he is.
1: (laughs) He is better in terms of vibes. I think that's what makes it more, like, what makes it sting more with Matthew. What makes it funnier is that, like, clearly... Keith just likes Brady better on a personal level, you know. This isn't like, oh, one son is better than the other. Like, you know, if if Connor McDavid's parents think he's better than his brother, like, understandable. His brother's not in the NHL. But but when you prefer the worst brother and you're a hockey family, it's like there's something <laughs> deeper going on there, you know? That's
0: so funny. Yeah, that's really true. Uh Anyway, I don't know where to go. Like, yeah, I guess Keith Kachuk, thank you for favoring the son that's on the team that we like (laughs) because it makes for awesome content.
1: So funny. We shout out to Keith Kachuk. We think he's hilarious. The Kachuk family just gives us so much content.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much to the Kachuks. They've done so much for us. Anyways, that was it for this episode.
1: Bit of a shorter episode. We will see you in two weeks for, obviously, our playoff preview uh, episode. We'll be previewing, you know, their series against the Bruins that they're going to win. Really excited for that. Uh, If that episode comes out a little bit later, do not be alarmed. That's us being students during exam season, but we'll try to get it up in two weeks. Um, Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Elite Brain or at CB E and erikson's Burner. Um, read silver 7 Sens. Soon you'll be able to access the site by typing in silver 7 That's not the case yet, but soon that will be the case. And go Sense
0: go. Go sends go. Bye. Bye.